Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries, and I'm with my good friend, Jim Putman. Today, we are talking about prayer. Jim, we had a lot of questions come in about prayer. We asked for them. Uh, One of the questions that came in, and I think it's an interesting one, is talking about the will of God. And uh, it's in the Lord's Prayer. Pray that your will be done. Uh, The question came in, pointing out the fact that uh, God is in power. Uh, God has the power to do his will. And and a lot of questions about from these people about uh, what their role in prayer is on that because they felt like God is going to do whatever he's going to do yeah. and there's not there's not a whole lot they could do about it. So then the question is is what is the purpose of prayer from their standpoint knowing that God's going to do what God's going to do. Yeah. Um, well, I would say a couple things. What we're really talking about is the sovereignty of God. Um, God is sovereign. And depending on which um, systematic theology you believe in, that means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Calvinists believe in what I would call meticulous sovereignty meaning that God has decided every single detail. It's already, um, you know, because he knows the future. Uh, It's not just that he knows the future, but it's that he's going to determine the future. And, And so in that case, if you believe that, prayer is really all about God changing you in prayer. Mm -hmm. And not you changing God's mind or God's perspective. And I don't have that view. I believe God is sovereign, but I believe that in his sovereignty, he has created beings that have free will. Mm -hmm. And he wants to have a relationship with us. Now, in the Lord's Prayer, if you understand who he is, he's our father, he's a good father, um, that everything he's given us is for our good, that he knows what's right, he knows what's wrong, he knows... um, Uh, what's good for you and what's bad for you. When you start to come to him, you know, he's our father uh, because of Jesus, you know, uh, who's in heaven. He sees not just the temporary, but the eternal. Um, Hallowed be thy name, God, you are great. Now it's like, okay, Lord, you know what's best. Mm -hmm. I want to surrender to you. That's what we're actually talking about Mm -hmm. this week. Um, I want to surrender to you um, and, and, and bring this to you and go, Lord, show me what you want. But the Bible is also clear that we can ask him for things. And I actually believe that God does change his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he can go, he, he's so powerful and, and he knows the, the future from the beginning. And he is able to go, yes, I'm going to walk this path with you. And when we pray something that is, is not sin, obviously he, he will not uh, give us something that is sin. Mm-hmm. But he can go, you know what? I could do this this way or that way. Mm-hmm. 
because they're asking me, because they're my child, because I love them, I, I don't have a problem doing it that way. Much like a, a parent who says, you know, I want you to do something, and the kid says, well, can I do it this way mm -hmm. instead of that way? Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is, yeah, I, I, I can. You can do it that way. I, I am going to let you do that. And I, and I will listen to what you have to say mm -hmm. on that. And it's, it's more of a relationship. You see an example of that with Moses in, in Exodus 32, where um, the Israelites have sinned against God while Moses was on the hill. You know, they have created a golden calf. And God says, I'm going to destroy these people. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not going to go with you. And, you know, or, well, first he says, I'm going to destroy him. And, and, and Moses intercedes and says, Lord, you know, for your name, namesake, do this. And, you know, on, on the one side, I think God's testing Moses. Will you intercede for these people? Right. But on the other side of this, I think... Um, God's like, you know what? Okay, I can accomplish my will this way. Um, and, it, you know, God's not just a force. He is a being. He has feelings. He grieves. He wants to have a relationship with us. Mm -hmm. And so I, I believe that there is a conversation. I think Jesus said, Father, if there's any other way for this to happen, remember in the garden yeah. on the night he was betrayed, you know, take this cup from me. Is there any other way? Now, God, in that sense, said, no, there is no other way. Right? But uh, Jesus asked. Mm -hmm. And I think there is sometimes when God can go, yeah, there is another way to do this. And it, and it is a relationship. But there are times where the answer is no. I actually have a plan for you. I know how this works. I know how the dominoes fall. And uh, so prayer in that sense is... Us saying, God, I'm not going to ask you for anything you've said is sin. That's silliness. You're not going to contradict your mm -hmm. your will or your what your righteousness for my sake or for anybody's sake. Um, I'm going to ask, but I'm also as I abide in Christ. You know, Jesus said, "If you abide in me, and I in you, you'll bear much fruit." You can, if you abide in me, you can ask for anything; it'll be given to you. He's not saying he's going to give you anything either. Right. He's saying, if you abide in me, what you ask for is different. And if you, you know, delight in me, and you ask for something that is in alignment with my will, I'm going to give that to you. It's not just ask for anything. So, I think prayer is an opportunity to be in relationship with God. Prayer does change us more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Abiding in Him does change us. But there is this relational piece where I, I see places in the Scripture where God did. You know, you look at Hezekiah, the story of Hezekiah. God sends a prophet, says, mm -hmm. hey, you're going to die. Uh, Hezekiah immediately reaches up to the, the Lord and says, Lord, give, have mercy on me. And God says to the prophet, go back in there and tell him I'm going to give him uh, more time. Mm -hmm. God does respond at times. If he doesn't, right, when God does say no, like he did with Paul, mm -hmm. take this thorn in the flesh from mm -hmm. me, God says, no, my grace is sufficient for you. And, uh, you know, and so um, there is a time where God says no. We do have the right to ask. Does he know in advance what I'm going to do and not going to do? Yes. Um, so in a sense, does he is he able to see the future? He understands how the interaction is going to work. And, you know, does it appear that he changes his mind or did he know he was going to change right. his mind in testing us? That's always the question. My job is to go to the Lord. And he says, ask. He tells us mm -hmm. to ask like the widow. 
because the widow kept bugging the judge, mm-hmm. uh, he finally relented. He said, keep on asking, keep on pursuing. But even if he says no, you know, kind of like uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, my mm-hmm. God is able to save. But even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. we will not bow down. We will trust God. So bring it to him. Let him answer that. Um, and and uh, let him decide on what part he's going to play. You are to bring it to him. One of the things I think uh, the Western mind, you know, Americans, us people, uh, have an issue with is we're very um, do this, get that. Yeah. Uh, Transactional. Yeah. Yeah. I give uh, Starbucks way more money than I should, and they give me back something um, that... A equal value that I agreed to when I gave it. Apparently so, because that's the deal, and people keep doing it. But uh, so I do this and get that. Uh, but like you pointed out, God is a relational God, and it and it's and um, I can see I can see how we filter that. But it, it's it's just it's it's more than that. It's it is a it is a relational thing. When you're in relationship with somebody, it isn't. I'm doing something, and you're you're going to respond a particular way. That isn't how relationships work. And I feel like um, when you go into prayer with, uh, I have an issue. I need an agenda. I have an agenda. Yeah, and and um, instead of just you know repetitively, uh, this is the time I talk to God about things. Uh, I think. I think you come up with a wrong mindset, and I think it skews the whole idea of prayer. Yeah, yeah I think prayer, this abiding in Jesus, is going, Lord, I'm bringing these. He wants us. He says, mm-hmm. pray like this, you know, and our, our Father, our heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. He wants us to come to him mm-hmm. with that, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and he wants us to rely upon him and acknowledge that it's coming from him mm-hmm. and he's the giver of it and he's good. But he also um, has an understanding of the world, like the good shepherd, right? Mm-hmm. The sheep will go their own way. He leads us along quiet waters. He restores our soul. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he, he's saying there that you will go through places that you don't want to be. Yeah. But he's going to go through those with us, right? And so um, there is on planet Earth this war going on. There are factors we don't understand. And part of what the Lord's trying to teach me is that he wants me to trust him, bring it to him, and trust it that he actually heard me and mm-hmm. cares about me. Mm-hmm. Using this example, when Jesus brought to the Father, Lord, if there is any other way, that this could be done. Take this cup from me, right? Mm-hmm. God didn't answer him verbally. Mm-hmm. The answer came in that Judas and the soldiers came. Yeah. And so from Jesus' perspective, God just answered. Mm-hmm. The answer is no, there is no other way. Now I go, right? He could have said, well, you didn't answer me because the soldiers came. Mm-hmm. No, He's like, no, God, I've asked you. I've asked for your help. Um, you're going to walk through this with me. The circumstances that I'm faced with that I didn't cause myself, this is because the world has hated me and hated you, Father, and mm-hmm. 
rejected me. I didn't do anything wrong, but this is clearly in your will. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with asking. God didn't chastise Jesus, God mm -hmm. the Son, for asking. His answer was in what came next, and Jesus' role was to take that and trust God through the middle of it. And, and so that's what prayer is really all about, is going to him, letting him refine you. As you spend time with him in this heavenly sort of uh, understanding of he's my father, uh, hallowed be thy name, he's my father in heaven, he sees me, he knows me. That's what, that was Jesus' uh, rest of his stuff, you know. Um, the sparrows don't fall from the ground apart mm -hmm. from the will of the Father. He knows every hair on your head. So when it doesn't go the way you want or you don't understand, I see you, I hear you, I'm involved in your life. Trust me. Mm -hmm. um, that is an important part of prayer. Mm -hmm. And then, then it's like the, 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 it, it changes. Okay, God, I asked you. Now I'm going through what I didn't want to go through or it's not going the way I wanted to. I'm not going to take matters into my own hands. I'm going to be who you called me to be in this situation, mm -hmm. knowing that you saw me and you heard me. I stand in your presence based on what Jesus did. I have been forgiven. You are my father. I am your child. Mm -hmm. And the reason I, I do that is because the devil's, when it's not going well, mm -hmm. God doesn't really care about you. That's right. Or you must have done something wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? That Jesus, uh, out in the desert with the enemy if, if are you really the son of God mm -hmm. the whole question was you've been let out here by the Holy Spirit in Matthew 4 and where's your father mm -hmm. take matters into your own hands nope I live by every word that comes from the mouth of God God's the one who dictates this I'm gonna trust God if he led me here he'll take me through this even though the devil will lie to me that's why we go into the into the heavenly um, our heavenly father that's who mm -hmm. he is he's my dad He's in heaven. He sees differently. Lord, I praise you because you you are, you know, and that's a choice I make. It doesn't come natural to me. Right. I have to walk through this process daily because things happen that are outside of my control. And I didn't plan on. And uh, and then the enemy comes and my pride steps in there. And so this is an ongoing process of prayer that shapes me and then changes the way I handle those things. Mm -hmm. And when I'm not handling them well, it's usually because I... I'm believing things or thinking things mm -hmm. that could have changed had I gone into the throne room and rem been reminded of who mm -hmm. God is. Well, and I, and I, you know, if somebody goes, what is the purpose of prayer? Um, and just like we were talking about before, it's uh, I give this, I get that. That's the Western mindset. You're talking about the, the purpose of it is the wrestling, uh, the, the dealing with the things that are that are on your mind. And talking to God about them and and staying in the in the wrestling that is a relationship. Yeah, not running from the fight. Right. He, uh, he's not a butler. You know, it's like it's like uh, you know you go to dinner with your wife. You're having a conversation with your wife, and, but then the waiter comes up and and uh, assuming I go to fancy places, mm. uh, and the waiter comes up and he and I'm going to give him you know my this word. is what I want. Boom, boom, boom. And if it's like I already have my food, I'm going to say, you know, I want something else or additional to the to the meal. And then he goes away. I don't want to have a relationship with him. I want to have a relationship with my wife. As soon as he's gone, I'm going to go back and have the conversation I should be having. And I, I think that... That's a, how we see God. That's exactly how we... Yeah. Is he the person that you're on the eating the meal with? Or that's do you, such a great illustration. Or do you see him as the waiter? You know, one of the things that really changed... Yeah, I get irritated when when the waiter 
gets keeps coming exactly back right. in the middle of my conversation. Yes. And that's what we do with God. We get irritated if we have to, hey, I don't need you right now. That is such right. a that's a great illustration. And, and I, in fact, uh, th- this is this, this is even worse. But I sometimes think that you know now I'm right. I'm finally having the conversation I want to have. We're right in the middle of it. Um, then that's when the waiter shows up. I, so I think it's like, oh, f- that's that's why he showed up. It's because we were doing this. If I was waiting for him to show up and I wanted something, you can never find those people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that's just how my work. Yeah. Where are they? Why am I waiting so long? But one of the things that really more water. Sh- that's that's right. I, where'd they Coffee. go? They go on break. It's funny. Okay. So, uh, but one of the things that really changed it for me was uh, I had a counselor. Uh, tell me to look at the way that that David uh, prayed to God. Yeah. And there's an example in the Bible, uh, a, a, a large example. And uh, I, you know, I had to go, is the way that David's doing it, is it right? Well, we know from, from God's, um, you know, special care that he took with David. You know, he was he was the apple of his eye. You know, yeah. he was he, he David. After was, his own heart. Yeah, he was a man after his own heart. I want to be that guy. So, uh, so when you read what he's saying there, he he unloaded. He would bring to God. He wrestled with God yes, in his prayer. All he was not time. always happy. Yeah, he didn't go King James. Yeah, it was. Uh, there's these people over here, and they are. Uh, I'm upset by them. I, wipe them out. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. And, yeah. and then, uh, but you know, but he would also understand who God was and the fact that He was His rock and His. Psalm seventy three is one of my favorites. You know, why do the wicked seem to prosper? Yeah, right. I do the right thing, and I'm tired and exhausted and beat up, and, and you know, and I almost left God for it, and then I went into the temple of God. Uh, and I saw their end is destruction, and I right. got the heavenly view, and then that changed his perspective. That's prayer. Exactly, exactly right. We we are in the middle of a relationship, and it isn't about um, it. It is about God's will, but it's it's basically how do we accept that will, and how do we apply it to our own lives? And the reason that we apply it to our own lives is because we're in a relationship, and we're not just waiting for the waiter. That, that's well, and I know you know this as well as anybody. I mean, how many surgeries has your daughter been through? That's exactly right. What's well, it? And and actually, that's a, that's another thing. I I think that um, when things happen that are outside of our control. In fact, we had other questions about um, the way things are going on in the world. Uh, is that God's will? There are things that happen in our own lives and outside of our own uh, our own lives, you know, in the world, and the news, that are all outside of our control. When you're in a situation and your child uh, has a medical condition, your vulnerability is exposed because you realize yeah. how little power you actually have. And it automatically puts you in prayer. Uh, how, however, Satan goes overtime in those situations, just like he, you were talking about what he does to you. And starts to uh, take the situation that's happening and and spin it to see God doesn't care. How could God do this and be a loving God at the same time? And, and the reality is, uh, I can easily get there if I think He's the waiter and not the person I'm at the table with. And we're not thinking about heaven and eternity. We're just thinking about the here and now. Right. Because, I mean, Bible's very clear. Because of sin, the world is impacted physically, spiritually, 
wars, all these things, and he does hear us, but he's our heavenly father who thinks in terms of much bigger than what's happening on planet Earth. This place is all there was. Okay, it's terrible in mm-hmm. many ways. And, um, well, yeah, Lance, I, I think about, you know, you and Angie's strength over the years and the prayers and all the stuff and the ups and downs, and I think you're the perfect person to talk about how do you handle these difficult things when it doesn't go necessarily the way you want it to and how to hang in there. Well, talk, talk about the relationship with Jesus. I feel like, that, you know, this is my personal belief that, that at a cellular level, all people have the view of heaven in their minds. And, I, and when things happen in the world that are sin or... You unjust know, or unjust it is those two realities those two environments that come crashing together and we realize that there's a gap and that gap is is the pain of life essentially and we were built for this we that's exactly our hearts, right. but we're experiencing this and it feels so wrong right and we are trying to wrestle with that and it's at it's at such a deep level but I think that is the, the vision of, of, of heaven. But if you just focus on the whatever it is, my daughter's health issues, and not focus on what Jesus' answer was, uh, then you can really get out of relationship with God and treat him like Santa Claus or treat him like a, a, the waiter at the table. Or just reject him altogether. Or reject him altogether. Because the reality is, is God was in that situation too, and he put his son yeah. through so much so that we could bridge the gap right. that I just talked about combining. And when you focus on that instead of the things in the world, uh, then you stay in a relationship with him. Yeah. And, and to me, that is uh, huge. Well, it's kind and of like, it's the reason for prayer. Yeah, like it's kind of like with Jesus, he bore the cross with heaven in mind that he would be back with the Father again, and and same for us. We can, we don't like it. It's painful. It's terrible. But knowing what's coming after gets us through. If you don't have that view, that's why people are like, I'm ending it. I'm done. This world sucks. You know, that's where the suicide and the mental health crisis and all the stuff, and. Um, that's what that's why I love Philippians too. It's one of my favorite chapters of the whole Bible, and it talks about something we don't think about uh, a lot, which is what Jesus paid uh, wasn't just at the cross. He was in heaven, knew what that was like, had all the power, gave it up to come here and to do the things I just talked about, just so that we would still be in relationship with Him after we die. To me, that's like. Uh, you know, behavior doesn't lie. His behavior doesn't lie. You can you can trust him if that's his if that's his behavior. And I trust him. Well, it's gotten you through. You two have been through about as much as parents can go through, in many ways. And you're still standing. And it hasn't always been easy, but you you you're still standing. But one one thing you talked about is is the wrestling. And I and I I, I think that is the point of prayer is. Uh, I journal. That's that's what I do. But I do it every morning. And I, you know, if I don't, if something happens, the reality is, uh, I have things that happen to me. I get emotions 
and it I'm just like a uh, I'm just like a Coke can that gets shook up. And then somebody will say something to me, and it'll just pop open. And now I got Coke everywhere. <laughs> and that's a mess. Now I got more messes to deal with. And uh, the reality is, is I, I need that time to wrestle with God. And uh, and He wants you to do that. That's right. He invites you into there. That's exactly right. So to me, it's like the purpose of prayer and the will of God and all those things, it's really for us, just like you said. And, it, and it's not, uh, it's, it's for you to get into a battle, a wrestle with your humanity and uh, God's sovereignty. And, uh, you know, that, that's, when, uh, that's when you have a real relationship with God and, and it comes through. It comes through prayer. And that's where, you know, over the years, you've also let some close friends in to help you remember that and to vent your frustration and pray with you. And that's where the, the community comes together and you're not the only one you remember. And, and you know, when you're in a deep hole, people will throw a rope to you. And you've done that in my life with my situations in the past, too. And that's where us praying together, that's where that our father of mm-hmm. heaven, he's our father. And we have brothers and sisters and and um, yeah, it's both it's both hands for yeah. sure. But but I'm not going to be able to be in relationship uh, unless I'm in relationship with God either. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, it is that triangle that constantly works all the time. Yeah. Well, this has been good today. I I wish I'd have had most of this stuff before the sermon, but uh, I'm glad you guys are getting this addition uh, to the sermon this week.